Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom, nightingale of God. 
Shalom night, everybody. Please, I believe you are all doing well. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. I thank God for your lives. By the special grace of God, myself and my family, we are all doing well. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. God bless you and keep all of you strong. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. All right. So please let me make this quick announcement before we start anything. Today is the 25th of January. And as we all know, we are journeying to the end of the month. If we will be allowed to have a silver badge for next month, it is dependent on what we do with our points this month. Amen. So please, I would entreat all of us to throw in the gifts for points so that we will not lose our silver badge. Let's do so. Hallelujah. Right. Give God praise. Give God praise. Now share the link. Share the link. Share the link. Share the link, invite your friends and loved ones. Tell them it is time to lift our voices in prayer. Hallelujah. Share the link, share the link, share the link. Share the link, share the link and invite your friends and loved ones. And let us get ready to fire prayer. Share the link, share the link. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you all the praise and the glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. All right, great. By the special grace of God, um, I also want to let all of you know that we have entered into our three days prayers and fasting experience starting today. Hallelujah. 
So take note of that. Take note of that. Just three days. Just three days. To wait on the Lord. To activate things. Hallelujah. We are going to fire prayers that will open the heavens over our lives. And the theme is season of testimonies. Season of testimonies. Hallelujah. So tonight we are just activating certain things. We are laying the foundation for what the Lord is about to do even in our midst within these three days. Hallelujah. So get ready. Get ready. And also, I want all of you to take note. I think from the 20th next month to the 31st of March, we are also entering into a moment of 40 days prayers and fasting experience. Hallelujah. Don't forget that. From the 20th of next month to the 1st of March, get ready. Get ready. So, I told you this year we will fast, as prepare your lungs. Amen. Nothing will happen to you. Become fast according to the way of the Lord and fall sick. That is starving. Amen. If this news is not good news to you, then don't saturate me. We have to pray for you. Baptize you again, again. Maybe some of you, the baptism that you received, they sprinkled water on you. That is why you are finding it difficult to accept some of these things. Hallelujah. So take note. It's a great news for all of us that we are engaging in a 40-day fast. Hallelujah. Jesus did it. Moses did it. A lot of these great, great men of God did that in the Bible. And you, you have decided that you will not do it. Okay. Dr. Jennifer, you are free. God will help all of us. Amen. And also, let me hit you with this news to move on. I said, today, we have started our three days prayers and fasting experience. And also, don't forget that on Monday, in the eight is thirty. Monday we are starting. We are engaging in mega one word from the Lord. Hallelujah! Mega one word from the Lord. It's Monday, so make sure you join us and invite your friends and loved ones. Lord is doing amazing things in our midst, and we give Him praise and glory for that. 
Hallelujah. And also, if you are in and around Accra, Accra people, join us Eagles Conference this Saturday, just this Saturday. University of Ghana, the North Campus, at the Central Cafeteria. Make sure you join. Amen. Someone said, please, is it Thank a drive fast? Are you talking about what we are doing now? I see the Spirit of the Lord come upon you. Oh, no. When it is 6 p.m., we will break. Amen. The drive fast will come later. Maybe in the month of April. That one will only be for School of the Prophets. Amen. So, take note. If you are happy that you are not part of School of the Prophets, that's because of fasting. We need to pray for you. Alright, God bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. We have entered into a new moment and this moment of praise and fasting experience is themed season of testimonies. Season of testimonies. Now one of the things that you need to understand is that anytime the Bible makes mention of the word testimony, it is not necessarily about you standing in church to just say something, even though that is part. But testimony in itself actually speaks of that which stands in place of another to testify or to give a witness of that which it is standing in place. Are you following? So, the word of the Lord said, handkerchiefs and aprons were taken from the body of Paul, and those handkerchiefs and aprons were miracles. So now, if somebody tells you that Paul is anointed with an anointing that can work miracles, and you doubt the handkerchief will actually bear witness that indeed there is an anointing that works miracles on Paul. Are you following? So that handkerchief is a representative of the anointing of Paul. And because it is a representative of the anointing of Paul, it is a witness of that which is on Paul's head. And because it is a witness, it testifies of what is on the head of Paul. So whatever the handkerchief does is a testimony of the anointing on the head of Paul. Are you following? So testimony actually speaks of the works that are made manifest as a result of an entity representing another entity. Don't get confused. Amen. Now, 
when you stand here to say, man of God, I want to give thanks to God because I was sick and I'm now here. Now, it is called a testimony because you are giving witness, you have become a witness of the healing power of God. And because of that, what you have experienced is a testimony that God has a healing power. Are you following? Or God can heal the sick. Are you following? So the word testimony is actually connected to, is the same as the word witness. And we all know something that when Jesus was about to ascend to heaven, the Bible said, think in the book of Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20 or so, Jesus made a statement. He said, all power in heaven and on earth has been given unto me. And because of this, I am sending you, go ye into the world and make disciples, teaching them. Go ye into the world, make disciples, and be a witness. So Jesus sent us to be witnesses. So any place that they find you, you are actually a witness testifying that the Lord Jesus has sent you. And if the Lord Jesus has sent you, then there are certain things that Jesus did that you are also supposed to do. When you begin to do those things, those things are actually a testimony that you have walked with Jesus or you have been sent by Jesus. Are you following? Good. So the highest dimension of testimony is when your life actually bears witness of the power of God and of our Lord Jesus Christ. When your entire life, it is not only when you receive miracle money, it is not only when you receive healing. Are you following? Your entire life should become a witness of God. And you see, there are dimensions of witnesses. Many of us are witnesses of the power of God, whilst others are also witnesses of the presence of God in them. Now, when you are a witness of the power of God, you will actually testify of what the power of God has done for you. But when you are a witness of the presence of God, your entire life, your whole character, your whole being manifests what God's presence is doing through you. Are you getting it? So there are those that testify of the power of God and there are those whose lives emit true witness of Jesus Christ. That is why John said, what we have seen with our eyes, what we have handled with our hands, they are the things we testify unto you about. What we have seen with our eyes, what we have handled. So you see, if you have not seen, if you have not handled, there is a certain deficit in your testimony. You can give testimony all right, but 
the weight of your testimony will not be as the one who has seen, has heard, and has handled. The greatest testimony ever is when your whole life becomes witness of the Lord Jesus. That is the greatest testimony. And that testimony, you are not the only one that testifies it. The whole angelic host testifies. There is a link between testimony and angels that we all need to understand. There is a strong link between testimony and angels. This is because God actually in his infinite wisdom made angelic beings in a testimonial way. When I say testimonial, I made mention of what testimony is that it actually speaks of the representative of, the, of an entity. Are you getting it? And when we're talking about the architecture of angels, I told you that whenever God wants to reveal a dimension of himself, he doesn't come to talk about it. He will make a being that will represent that dimension. So the presence of angels are actually a testimony of a certain dimension of God. Once you see Michael, it is a testimony that there is none like God. That is why anytime there is a witness, anytime there is something called testimony connecting to God, angels will play a major role. No wonder the Bible said, when Lucifer began to misbehave in heaven, God called Michael and Michael and his angels fought with the dragon and his angels. And the Bible said there was no place found for Lucifer and his angels in heaven. And the one of the Lord said, the angels overcame the devil by something, by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. They overcame by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you hear me, please? Good. So you see, there is a link between angels and testimonies. Now, the first thing is that testimonies empower angels to overcome. Testimonies empower angels to overcome the adversary. That's why you should not take, you see, if the devil will do everything in his power not to let you have a testimony. He will do everything in his power to lay hold of what God has given to you so that your whole life becomes burdensome. Are you following? 
So you see, whenever God does something for you, and you come to the, the congregation of the righteous to give a testimony of what God has done, you don't know what you are doing. In fact, the word testimony in the in the Hebrew is actually the word a doof, which speaks of a witness. But the root word comes from the word ud, which means to repeat, to go about something or to do something again and again. It is the reason why anytime a man testifies of what God has done for him, there is something in that testimony that will let the hand of God work another testimony for the person. In fact, for God will work these things again and again and again. So anytime you want God to do something for you, the thing is, look around your life. Look at what God has done and testify about it. That testimony alone carries the power in it for God to do for you again and again. That is why Psalm 50 verse 23, the Bible said, He that giveth thank offering, honest the Lord, and he prepares the way for God to show him his salvation. Hallelujah. People of God, there are some of you who don't know how to testify of the goodness of the Lord. God does something for you and you want to keep it to yourself. Hallelujah. That's where the problem is. God, by his power, has worked a miracle in your life. And you cannot come out to glorify the God who worked that miracle for you. And many people do these things first because they are shy. And they can't stand in the congregation of the saints to testify of what God has done. Now, Jesus made a statement. If you are afraid... To stand in public to mention his name to all men he too you'll be afraid to stand before his father to mention your name hallelujah now you see whenever you testify of what God has done for you the first thing you are doing is that you are giving God the glory. Because everything that God does, he does it for his glory. And that glory, because you as a human being, you are the greatest entity that God has made that has the highest capacity to carry God's highest dimension of glory, not even angels not even the seraphim. There is a capacity in you that can carry a higher
higher dimension of God's glory. That is the reason why nobody can glorify God at a higher degree than man. Nobody. This is, this is because of the engineering of the nature of man. So let's say if capacity is like a let's say a, a, a power bank or battery, the seraphim will have a capacity of maybe 85%, whilst man has a certain capacity of like 100 and above. So man actually becomes the entity that has the highest capacity to glorify God. Are you following? And some of the things that will allow you to give glory to God is when God works a miracle for you or gives you a testimony. Hallelujah. Now, we want to lift up our voices in prayer. But before we pray, Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the book of Luke, chapter 21, Luke chapter 21, verse 12 and 13. Let's stand on this to fire prayer. Luke chapter 21, verse 12 and 13. The Bible said, But before all these, they shall they shall lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and into prisons, being brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. Verse 13, he said, And it shall turn to you for a testimony. The New Living Translation says, But before all this occurs, they will be, there will be a time of great persecution. You will be dragged into synagogues and prisons, and you will stand trial before kings and governors because you are my followers. So don't worry in advance about how to answer the charges against you. Then verse 13. And the verse 13, he said, But this will be your opportunity to tell them about me. This will be your opportunity to tell them about me. The ISV says, And it will give you an opportunity to testify. Now listen to me. That means that even whilst the people were going through troubles, even while the people were experiencing persecutions, while some of them were being put in prisons, the Bible said, Jesus said, don't be worried. These things are yet to happen. But don't worry when they come because they will give you an opportunity to testify. So you see, 
Sometimes for testimonies to come into your life, certain things that do not look good, certain things that do not sound good will come into your life. But these are the same things that will give you opportunity to testify. Are you following? Sometimes when you hear people testifying of what God has done for them, it clearly tells you that they were locked up in a certain situation that was about killing them. And God lifted his mighty hand and turned around that situation and they now have a testimony. So you see, it doesn't matter what you are going through right now. Every problem that you are in right now is an opportunity for you to testify. If you don't first see it as an opportunity, there will be no testimony. Are you listening to me? That is why you should not sit down and lament over situations because if you do so you are not seeing the opportunity and if you don't see the opportunity there will be no testimony i remember i heard the, the manager the ceo of zoom lion speaking about how he became rich he said he was in a certain trotro one time and once the trotro was moving he looked through the the window and saw a lot of refuse on the roadside and whilst he was looking at the refuse in fact many people that were in that truck truck saw the refuse and they all started speaking oh i cried here i cried here hey fee they are not even neat this this whilst the people were talking plenty he was looking at the refuse and immediately he started seeing himself picking this refuse into things and taking little money from people and this became an opportunity and now he's one of the richest men in ghana so whilst everybody was seeing refuse and complaining he was seeing an opportunity and was he was seeing well and now he's one of the wealthiest men in ghana that is to tell you something before a certain testimony can hit your life sometimes there are things around you that do not work the way you want them to work don't see them as troubles see them as opportunities because these are the opportunities that god in a way is letting you see so that you can testify are you following there is somebody listening to me right now. You are believing God for marriage for some time now. And it looks like there is no marriage. You are believing God for a traveling door. You have been praying and praying and praying. You are not seeing anything. You are believing God for some financial doors to open for you. Still, things are not working. Now hear me. This actually is not a platform for you to lament. They say, I'm even tired of this life. I don't even know what to do again. If the moment you start doing that, you blind your eyes from seeing the opportunity that you are being given to testify. He said, they will persecute you. They will drag you into.
into synagogues and into prisons and they will bring you before kings and charge you with with a whole lot of charges but do not be worried because these things will actually give you the opportunity to testify to them about me I see the hand of God turning that predicament into a testimony in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The hand of God is turning that predicament into a testimony in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The hand of God is turning that predicament into a testimony in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. There are some of you listening to me. It looks like everybody has written you off. It looks like you are walking alone in this world. When you turn left, you don't see any helper. When you turn right, you don't see any helper. It looks like you are walking in this world alone. There are some of you have come to a point in life where it looks like everybody and everything is against you. But hear me, child of God. This is an opportunity for you to testify. A time will come you will stand in the congregation of the saints and you will say many, many, many years ago when I got married I was childless. Everybody was pointing fingers at me that it might be because I aborted babies when I was in my youth. That is why I am being troubled by all these things. A lot of people will start talking and they will tell you that which you are going through, you are the same person that has brought it upon yourself. But when you God turns things around and your testimony is in your hands and you stand in the congregation of the saints to testify of the doings of the Lord. These things will release the inspiriting of the Holy Ghost into others and people that are having a similar situation will know that the hand of God worked miracles and prophesied to somebody right now by the power of the Holy Ghost. May the hand of the Lord turn you your predicament to a testimony. May the hand of the Lord turn your predicament to a testimony. May the hand of the Lord turn your predicament to a testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. There are some of you listening to me. You started some businesses. You are putting in every money, every effort, but it looks as if still things are not working. God is about to use that which is not working as a means of his soul God will manifest his power in that business that is not working and prophesy by the power of the Holy Ghost let there be a release of miracles let there be a release and what
succeed. He will set himself and he will turn things around for your good. May the hand of the Lord work a great miracle for you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, the Bible said. A time came, Herod stretched forth his hands and killed James. And when he did that and it pleased the Jews, the Bible said he carried Peter and put him in prison. And he was waiting for a day so that he would kill Peter. The Bible said, all the days passed by. Peter prayed and prayed and prayed. But it looked like nothing happened. And the Bible said the church began to pray on behalf of Peter. And the night the night that an angel of the Lord visited Peter even in that prison the Bible said when the angel even visited Peter thought that he was seeing a vision he didn't know that it was a reality he saw the angel of God face to face like a man is approaching his brother that is how Peter saw I remember the word of the Lord said when the Lord turned our captivity around we were like men that were dreaming when the Lord turned away our captivity, it, it looks to us like we were dreaming. A better said that you soon be a movie because I dear be at our swatch. Why did a crack where I was saying, Sadio and your son, a bear data, Nelsura, near Pasabi, Pejam, near Onia, Onia, what the new Pope, and you say, No, I won't have for a Seraditian Munya. This is what the Lord does, and He do all these things to give glory to Himself. I prophesy. I don't know the predicament upon your destiny. I don't know what the enemy has done against you. I see the hand of the Lord about to turn that your predicament into an opportunity for a testimony. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, there is somebody listening to me. Any moment you conceive, you lose that child. Any moment you conceive, you lose that child. This thing has given the enemy and it has given people their mouth to lambast your destiny. They say a lot of things about your life that are not true. But I see the hand of God about to work a great miracle for you. The power of God is about to move you even from where you are to where you are supposed to be. Some time ago, when we were doing everything we could, but there was not even a little testimony even in the ministry. We could do everything, but still nothing was happening. And people were even doubting our calling. They said, are you sure you are called by God? How come we are not hearing people testifying? Are you sure you are called by God? How come we are not even seeing you prophesy? Are you sure the Holy Ghost is even in you? But when the moment came, when the time of the Lord manifested, God began to work miracles. The power of God began to move in a way that the same people that said, are you sure you are called by God? Came to us and they asked us, where is that God that is working these miracles for you? What have you done to see these miracles? Show us your God. I prophesy. It doesn't matter what they have said about you. It doesn't matter what they have written about you. Listen to me, child of God. It is an opportunity for a testimony. It is an opportunity for a testimony. You want to lift up your voice in prayer. My father, my maker, as I lift up my voice and clap my hands in prayer, mighty God, 
in the name of Jesus. Turn my trouble to a testimony. Turn my test into a testimony. In the name of Jesus, my Lord and my God, as I lift up my voice and clap my hands in prayer, mighty God, turn my troubles into testimonies. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, lift up your voice and fire prayer now. You can call in and join us in prayer right now. You can call in and join us in prayer right now. Veleko sapri toke pila, abambi kole kebelete, rapata kapaya, shaba ipala akabu, iyapatele kaba, iyapapa pako sepete, iyapala ba, rapapa ba, iyapala kaka. Oh Lord, turn my reproach into a testimony in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, by prayer. Oh, my God. 
And let me tell you this. The devil's greatest motivation and greatest power in every man's life is the, that man's ignorance. If you lack knowledge and light about anything that God has done, is doing and will ever do for you, you empower the devil against your life. So you see, that is why God actually said, I think in the book of Hosea 4, 6, he said, my people are destroyed, not for the devil's power, but for the lack of knowledge. God knows there is a Satan. God knows there are, there are millions and billions of demons trying to attack our lives. But he said, it is only the lack of knowledge that destroys my people. That means that when a man is knowledgeable, demons are powerless. And that knowledge is not the one you are reading from a book and putting it in your head. That knowledge is the very light of God. It is the word epignosis in the Greek, which speaks of the experiential knowledge that you actually attain with God. And I've said this before. I remember I went for a program at Koforidia and the hotel that they took me to inside the, the, my fridge, the fridge that was in my room, plenty drinks, including Hollandia, one of my best drinks. But what I got there, I spent three days at the hotel for the program. Every morning I will open the fridge and look at the drinks. They say, oh, I wish that I could just take one and just, but uh, then I will close it. Every day. So the last day when I was leaving the hotel, I told the man of God, man of God, man of God, this time around, you know, I just want to take one Hollandia and say, oh, man of God, so you didn't drink any, oh, we intentionally put everything there for you. At that time, I had taken my bag. I said, because I like these things were prepared for me but I didn't know and because I didn't know I could not enjoy them so you see, many of you, you don't know what God has actually done for you. That is why you are still suffering some sufferings today. Today, it is because you don't know. Now, that knowledge is not, okay, now, God has already procured this for you. They say, wow, it's not just that hearing knowledge. No, there is some, there is a certain light Because it is one thing to be informed and another thing to be knowledgeable. When I tell you something, I've just informed you. But to have knowledge, that, you see, that is why 
people can be informed and later move on to knowledge. Are you, are you getting it? Because information is in the brain. But knowledge must transcend into the heart. Incline your heart unto knowledge and unto understanding. And it is in this that the enemy will be powerless. Because there are many people who have a lot of Bible verses in their brains. When you give them microphone, they can, they can, they can quote over 60 verses at a go. And still, demons are pressing them. In fact, they can even quote that this, the Bible said in this chapter, this verse, this, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Still, he's being harmed. So the man is just informed. The thing has not turned to the light of knowledge. And when it does not turn to knowledge, it means you are ignorant of it. And once you are lacking that knowledge, God said that is what destroys his people. One man of God, Bishop Dr. David Oedipo, Poverty was striking him every, every, every time. At one time, if he knew a lot of scriptures about prosperity in the Bible, still. At one time, he was reading a book from a man of God by name Kenneth Copeland. And the man of God wrote a certain point, just one point in the book. The moment Bishop read that point, something entered into him. He said, mm. he arose. He said, I will never be poor in my life. I will never be poor in my life. Now, if you are looking for one of the richest men in Africa, he's one of them. I remember in the year 2006 or 2009, Somebody said he is worth $150 million. And he said that is an insult. 2006. <laughs> you are worth $150 million. He said that is an insult. That's a big insult. Hey, 2006. The man was over $300 million. We don't know about now. All because a certain light of knowledge entered into his heart. And the moment that light entered, he got out. I will never be poor. That was the day that the demon of poverty left his life. Now, he says, he as one man, he has scholarship for over 5,000 students. He has one man. Then himself, his wife, and his children. We have a family scholarship for over 10,000 students. Hmm. Not to even talk of their church. His family alone. They have scholarship scheme for over 10,000 students. 
Now, the, the number of workers that are even working for the man alone, when you go to his university, Covenant University, lecturers, in fact, since the year 1992 till date, light has not gone off in his university, in his house, because he lives in, he, he bought a land that looks like a whole community. A land that looks like a nation, half a nation, started building. He, he, he built and built and built from crash to the university. A big church. What are you talking about? The Holy Ghost sent from heaven. In fact, Alenti has a small book. In that book, he has written how he governs the whole thing. And in fact, even Nigerian politicians has come to buy the book. He said, no. How he governs from since 1992 till date. Light has not gone off. And we all know Nigeria. If you don't have generator, you go, you go sleep for darkness inside. But one man, one man, how many years? Over 30 something years. What? Listen to me, child of God. This is the reason why you need to have an experience with God at certain areas of your life. Are you listening to me? I'm telling you. If not, because you see, the, the grace to do ministry is different from money. That's what many people don't understand. So you can be very anointed by carrying grace for ministry and still if, when, you, when you see pastors the way pastors are suffering and you see we don't understand that grace that favor that increases well because for wealth to stay in the hands of somebody and multiply, you would need wisdom and power. Said, I am the Lord your God that giveth thee power to make wealth. Child of God, I'm praying for you. The hand of the Lord is about to turn things around for you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, there is a testimony coming your way that will blow the minds of men. In the name of Jesus, there is a testimony. You know, there are some of you, everybody knows in your, in your area, in your vicinity, everybody knows that as for you here, when we are talking about money, Money is far away from your life. Some of you, everybody in your area is aware that as for you, when we are talking about childbirth, oh, when, when people are hearing the, the cry of a baby and they want to enter your house, these people will say, no, 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 don't go there. 
they know. Now you see, these are the people that they need to come to a certain point where they see that situation they are going through as an opportunity for a testimony. Are you, are you getting it? That is what that some, some of you, eh, the day your testimony arrives, the people that live in your vicinity, all of them will follow you to church. They will, they will because they know. Ah, this sister. Oh, no, 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 no. We know now. The Bible said, when the Lord turned away our captivity, we were like them that dream. And the Indians said, look, they are God has done a great thing for them. Look at that. There is a testimony that will hit your life even when you, you don't talk. The people that sabotage your destiny will testify for you. I'm telling you. People that knew that you, you cannot conceive and they have said things. Ah! When they hear the cry of the baby in your house, the time you realize, hey, what is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? When you yourself cry, I have not said anything. I'm telling you. It is why when you hear people speaking evil about your life, because you have been married for years now and you have not yet conceived. Listen to me. Don't, don't cry. Are you listening to me? Don't let the human nature overtake you. No, 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 no. He said, they will throw you into prisons and into synagogues. They will drag you to kings. They will charge you with a lot of issues. But that is going to give you an opportunity to testify. That is giving you an opportunity to testify. If there was no refuse on the roadside, Zoom Lion CEO wouldn't have gotten that kind of idea to become a billionaire. Are you getting the point here? Understand some of these things, people of God. Understand some of these things. You married and you divorced. People cannot keep quiet about your, your divorce matter. When you want to even go out, cry, you, don't, you can't go. And then this one, and this and that, and this and that. Hey! But there is a hand. Oh, there is a hand. That is about to work a miracle. I'm telling you. And within these three days, the hand of God will be lifted. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The mighty hand of God will be lifted and miracles will be made manifest in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I'm looking for somebody whose case has a lot of people aware about. I'm looking for the person whose case has become a laughing stock in the sight of all men. I'm looking for that person whose case has become a global case that everybody is aware. These are the people that God loves to shake himself in their lives. I'm telling you, get ready. You. 
um, you will testify big time. Some of you, even the day of your testimony, you will still not believe what you're experiencing. You will not believe. Remember what? There was a woman. The woman called my wife because she's connected to my wife at their place and told her that my great-grandmother died of cervical cancer. My grandmother too. My mother too. My elder sister too died of cervical cancer. Now, I went to the hospital. They have diagnosed me with cervical cancer. What am I going to do? And my wife told me about that. I said, don't worry. We prayed. And the Lord said, the next day, she should go. She couldn't get chance the next day. And it was a Friday too. So she had to wait till Monday. And on that Monday, she went to five different hospitals. And when she went there, everything, there was nothing like cervical cancer in her system again. Something that has been like a family pattern just got destroyed when they got to that woman. In fact, she was not only diagnosed of cervical cancer, she was also diagnosed of diabetes. God, but she only told us about the cervical cancer and we prayed for her. When she finished, when she heard the testimony, you know, let me go and do the diabetes test too and see. When she went to do the test, there was nothing. In fact, she did LPS over 15 times in different hospitals. There was nothing. Listen to each other. This is something that everybody in the family is aware. If you had the man, you will say the two more. It will be told there, no one say, who will not endorse him. It will set them to suit. God punish the devil. The Lord release your testimony. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I said, may the Lord release your testimony in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Father, in this season, step into the situations of your people. In Jesus' name. Whether big or small, step into their situations, mighty God, and work miracles. Those believing you for the fruit of the womb, mighty God, step into their matter and prove yourself strong in the name of Jesus. Some of you listening to me who are struggling with childbirth, you will actually become a representative of multiplication because that pregnancy God is giving to you is twins in the name of Jesus. The woman was believing God for the fruit of the womb over 15 years. And still, but when the Lord remembered her, I think I've said that testimony, the woman gave birth to five at a go. Five at a go. 
when when God sees some of these things and He's manifesting His power, He will do that beyond the understanding of man. I'm telling you, beyond the, you yourself, you will not understand. You yourself, you will never understand. May the hand of the Lord work that miracle for you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And within these three days, I'm going to specially pray for those believing God for the fruit of the womb. Special. Special. And I know the God of lunch prayer fire, the God of priesthood time, has worked these miracles before and is still doing it, you will grant them their testimonies in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Father, let your will be established in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Hallelujah. So from today, I want you to see whatever you are going through as an opportunity to testify. Are you listening to me? See whatever you are going through as an opportunity to testify. And I'm telling you, once you see that as an opportunity, it means you are very close to your testimony. Don't see it as a trouble. Because if you see it as a trouble, you will cry. Instead of taking spiritual steps, then I've never heard it from anywhere that somebody cried out and a testimony happened. Because mostly when people start crying, they start coming after God. God, why me? Are you really God at all? <laughs> you can ask this kind of question. May God have mercy. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. You will testify. Jesus. Let me give you one reason why God gives some of these testimonies to people. The word of the Lord said, you pray and receive answers so that your joy might be full. You pray and receive answers so that your joy might be full. So one of the reasons why God will give you an answer. It's for your joy to be full. And whenever the joy that is in you becomes full, what you need to understand is that you are increased in strength. So there is something that a testimony can do to you in your Christian work. Are you listening to me? 
there is something that you see as you are journeying in this Christian walk you will hit a certain point where your what actually gives you strength will be the persecutions you are going through but not all people not all believers have gotten to that height so there are many of us we get excited in life and we, we, we keep pushing, we grow in, in the things of God when we, begin, when we begin to see miracles happening around us. Are you getting it? There is somebody in a certain church right now. When you go to that church and you see the way the person is cleaning the chairs, the person is sweeping very early in the morning, you will not understand. Later, when you sit the person down and ask her, why do you come to church very early and you sweeping? What, what is that? That is when you hear, oh, I was believing God for the fruit of the womb for 11 years. It is in this church that God opened that door for me. So I have been strengthened in my work with God because of that testimony. Remember, my mother said the same thing. When she was believing God for the fruit of the womb, she did everything. She got married to a certain rich man in the whole Kumasi, as at that time. But there was no child. And the man left my mother. And my mother met my father. As at that time, too, that man... That man married my, my, my mom. And as at that time, my mother was going to a different church. In fact, the woman that did the betweener for my mother to meet my father. The church that the woman was fellowshipping with is where my mother went to. And it was there that my mother saw my father and they married. And then uh, she started giving birth. So my mom said, it was in this church that God gave me that grace to conceive and deliver. When you see my mother in that church working, <laughs> we have said everything, but the woman says she will not leave the church because that is the place that God granted her testimony. So you see, the testimony. <laughs> Hallelujah. In fact, I was, I was part of that church. And I have one of my brothers here, he's in the church. Kwame, Kwame Dinkra, yeah, he's in the church. <laughs> Amen. So you see, some of the things that you see people do, there's kind of strength that comes on people when it comes to serving God. Sometimes it is based on what God has already done for them. Are you following? 
So you see, when a testimony is released into your hands, there is a certain zeal, a certain kind of strength that comes upon you for the things of God. It is like you, maybe you are believing God for the fruit of the womb for years and God opens your womb and you conceive. And somebody somewhere says that oh, God cannot give you any child. If God is not taken, you will slap the person. Because you are a witness. You are an embodiment of a testimony of what God has done. Are you following the main reason why, you see, if you want to be a witness, that's what we are. Jesus told us to go and be witnesses. We are going to be witnesses of the Lord Jesus. Now, in the courtroom, when somebody is said to be a witness, it means the person was either there or the person heard what actually has come to the, the issue or the case that has been brought to the court. Now, the thing is, when Jesus was alive, were you there? When Jesus was doing his work on earth, where were you? When Jesus was dying on the cross, where were you? You were not, your, your, your nana counselor was not even born. But he said we should be witnesses. What, what does he mean? I was not there. I did not see it. I did not hear anything about it. How can I go and be a witness of something I do not know? That is why he gave us the Holy Ghost. He said, go and carry ye in Jerusalem. For when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you shall be witnesses unto me in Samaria in Judea and even to the uttermost part of the earth. So the Holy Ghost actually is the stamp of the witness of our Lord Jesus Christ. Whenever the Holy Ghost is on a man, the man becomes a witness of the Lord Jesus. That is what he said. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So you see, child of God, if you want to testify, if you want to be a witness of Jesus Christ, there are many things that Jesus did. You need to see those kind of things in your life. Else, your witnessing will not be full. Jesus healed the sick. When they bring a sick person before you and say you are, you are testifying that Jesus healed the sick, healed this one, and you are not able to, it means your witnessing has a problem. Are you listening to my point here? Because whatever thing that Jesus did, you are a witness of Jesus. You need that is why he said you will do the works that he did and even greater works. But now we cannot even do his works. How much more the greater works? So there is a problem with our witnessing. 
and what what was the thing that Jesus gave to help us in the witness the Holy Ghost that is the reason why if you don't spend quality time with the Holy Ghost if you don't grow in the Holy Ghost the witnessing mission that we have received we cannot fulfill it are you following That's why I say the greatest testimony is your life. Not what you have received as a result of the power of God. That one too is a testimony. It is good. But that your own, your entire life is testifying of Jesus. That, you see, when somebody slaps you and you say, it's okay. It is actually a testimony of the temperance of Jesus Christ. Any character that you exhibit that was in Jesus actually speaks that you are, you are a witness of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is how come he named the disciples Christians in Antioch. Because everything that they were doing looked like Christ. But what do we see? When somebody slaps us, say me, the Bible be tun chena matata we nisu. Hey, and people say that to Christians, bow. You can go and not say indignance. See me, the Bible be tun meti meti tiawayase. Hey. God have mercy. You are, you, are, you, are, you are fighting again. You are not a witness. That's the point. Because Jesus and Father Bible and two women deity will be ayas. May the Lord have mercy. Jesus. Amen. Father, help us. Grant us the empowerment even to be witnesses at your workplace you need to be a witness of the lord jesus christ put that soje bride our workplace home the we are back your phone tin 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 the year for now so we lunch prayer fire easy now it may phone help you have any opportunity when we shout in the name of our Jesus, we will be able to Yes, yes. Because they know you are not a witness. They know. May God have mercy. Amen. Some of you, your character doesn't testify of Jesus at all. At all, at all. That's where the problem is. Somebody can just look at this. Oh, yeah. Hey. 
I remember when I got admission to the university, my sisters took me to town to buy some stuff for me to go to school. Whilst we were walking at Central Market, two women who were having a certain church ban on their hand were fighting seriously. I was looking at them. Hey! We will react to our bombay. Everybody, yes, we to me, be a lady, yes, 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 God have mercy. Jesus' name. Amen. Some of this here could give a shame on some young for camera. But to be the king of the shame so bad three weeks. We'll summon children and be papa. We'll be proud of our talk. Kings, my mama, for six. Meanwhile, at the workplace, at the zero bar, come no one to scare me. You book Some of them they are even selling tea. Obi to a dear part. Show you themselves go to the football. One, the price of one is eighty dollars. And at least, you know, because I'm fast wanting a digit, at least you put some on thirty dollars. Let's say you sell it at the price of um, 40, 45, or fifty dollars. Why? Num two hundred and sixty dollars. Look at mm and say never buy a thing. Shall we may find me find two hundred dollars? May God have mercy on us. Jesus name. Please, let us align our ways to become proper witnesses unto the Lord Jesus. I know this is the greatest testimony ever. That is why the moment someone repents, the Bible said the host of heaven, all the angels rejoice. There is a link between testimony and angels. Are you with me? That is why Angels will work miracles in your life for you to get a testimony. And when the glory is given to God, they rejoice. So in this season, angels are going to be activated. I'm telling you. Plenty angels. So get ready. 
there's going to be angelic works, angelic manifestation. Some of you will sleep, you wake up and you see feathers on your bed. You don't even know where it is from. Some of you, literal oil will come out of your hands whilst we are praying. I'm telling you, you, you start smelling the fragrance of some angelic beings. Get ready for mind-blowing miracles. God is about to do great things. Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. God bless you all and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Alright. So God willing, this afternoon we are meeting for lunch and prayer fire. Please take note. We are in the season of prayer and fasting. We are in the season of prayer and fasting. Those of you who are in the US have like three hours to enter into for two hours and some minutes enter into Wednesday Amen. But two hours something minutes to enter into Wednesday. What are you eating again? Huh? Drop that food and Amen. All right, God bless you. Favor all of you. Hey, can you hear me, please? Drop that bread. We are fasting. Hallelujah. Where is Irene? doesn't mean that we are starting at 6 a.m. That's not what it means. Amen. So that you, you eat uh, when it is 5.59. Put the food down and that's it. I see the Spirit of the Lord come upon And the fact that we are breaking at 6 does not mean 6 clean and you put the food in. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Movie, that's what you do. Round 545. You are putting the jollof on the table. 555, then you are, you are seated. 556, no above babe. Five fifty-nine. So they can no so they are clearing the throat like a Six nine incessant. If you are like that, you are a sinner. <laughs> May Jesus help you. <laughs> Lord bless you all and favor you. 
in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Please, we are going to meet this afternoon at exactly 12 noon. Fire prayer. Home fire prayer. Make sure you join us. Invite your friends and loved ones, those believing God for the truth of whom, those believing God for certain miracles and certain testimonies. Invite them. Invite the power of the Holy Ghost. Be a release of miracles. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you and favor all of you in the mighty name of Jesus. Alright, so we shall meet at exactly 12 noon. Also, don't forget that this Friday, if you're in Accra, we are coming for Eagles Conference. So get ready, meet us there. God is going to release his power all of us. Mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, this Saturday, sorry. This Saturday. This Saturday. Time is 8.30 a.m. Central Cafeteria Auditorium University of Ghana Campus. So make sure you don't miss that experience. Hallelujah. And also take note that next week, Monday, which is the 30th of January, we're going to have Mega One Word. Mega One Word. So make sure you join us. God has a word. Jesus. The Lord bless you all. Follow you strong. Jesus. We shall meet at exactly 12 noon, even God bless you. Shalom. This night I pray that the heavens will open above you. May the Lord show you the secret to your next level and empower you to lay hold of it in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. God bless you. And we shall meet this Shalom. Don't forget to send your pot points, please. Right now we have only 14,000 and we need 22,000. Please, please, please send in your pot points so that we can get our silver badge next month. God bless you. Ready,